Hey friends, today's verses come from Proverbs chapter 25, verses 24 through 28. We'll be closing out this chapter, and uh, Solomon, he continues uh, on the topic of uh, discerning relationships, okay? And I think I'll just do a top through as I read the verses, and uh, we'll close with a summary. So we'll start off with Proverbs 25, 24. It is better to live in a corner of the housetop than in a house shared with a quarrelsome wife. I love this verse. I know we've touched on it before because it goes along with some of the other verses in Proverbs. Um, I know it's also been misused many times, probably by people that want to leave their spouse, right? <laughs> but consider this. Uh, I think Solomon wanted his sons to, to think on these better than truths. There's a lot of them in Proverbs. And maybe ask, yes, this is better in some context, but how much better? And in what context is it better? To what end is it better, right? So, so look, we, we all face relational situations where we might think, this is messy, and I'm being used, and I'm on and on we could go, right? Solomon is not saying run away from every one of these relationship issues. There's always something better that we can picture in our mind. And it seems to me that Solomon points us to something that is actually better than living in the housetop or quarreling um, in Proverbs 15:17. And let's just think about this verse. Better is a dinner of herbs where love is than a fattened ox and hatred with it. So, so love and peace, even with little food, is better than I think quarreling or living in uh, the housetop, right? And another verse is Proverbs 17:1: better is a dry morsel with quiet than a house full of feasting with strife. So there's something even better and, and it may be that Solomon wanted his sons and us to ponder over what is actually better. Because pursuing peace with our families is much better than quarreling or even a house full of hate and strife. Let's move to the next verse. Like cold water to a thirsty soul, so is good news from a far country. So another truth Solomon likely experienced, being king, um, I love how he uses these metaphors in his writings. I think we could look at this somewhat like another better than proverb. You see, good news is better than bad news, right? Uh, but again, there's something even better. And the best news of all, the good news of great joy that, that the, the angel spoke of, the greatest treasure in the universe, that the promised one of old, our only hope, even Jesus Christ. Jesus is the best of every better than we'll ever find or ever think of. Let's move to the next verse. Verse 26. Like a muddied spring or a polluted fountain is a righteous man who gives way before the wicked. And one might commentate this verse uh, something like this. Um, it is better to be paid minimum wage doing honest work than to make good money um, in a shady job working for a dishonest employer. Uh, so, so again, things like peace 
love and a good conscience toward God uh, and man is better than, than, than walking in wickedness. Uh, verse 27, it is not good to eat much honey, nor is it glorious to seek one's own glory. So remember, these Proverbs are not focusing on the metaphor or the allegory uh, that they use, but we need to look at the truth that Solomon is making a case for. It's kind of similar to parables, I think. So honey is good, right? I mean, Proverbs 24, 13 says, My son, eat honey, for it is good, and the drippings of the honeycomb are sweet to your taste. Then he tells us uh, the parallel he's making. Um, in the next verse, uh, Know that wisdom is such to your soul. If you find it, there will be a future, and your hope will not be cut off. So in this case, we could not get enough honey, because honey is compared to wisdom, right? It won't make us sick, but it will always be good for us. But back to today's verse, it says, It is not good to eat much honey. So, what is the point of this verse? I mean, I think Solomon is saying, don't crave it, right? Don't crave the honey that he is talking about. And the parallel he makes is, nor is it glorious to seek one's own glory. So, we should not be glory seekers. That was our old mission in life before we were awakened to see the glory of God in Jesus. So if we look at this as another better than verse, as we've been doing, uh, we might say it is eternally better to seek to see more of God's glory and share what we see with others than to be obsessed with our own glory in the world. Uh, finally, the last verse in, in chapter 25, verse 28. It says, a man without self-control is like a city broken into and left without walls. So I wonder what a man without self-control has in common with a city with broken walls. I mean, it seems like an angry man lashing out with no restraint would be the one who is breaking down other people's walls. But this verse says that his walls are actually uh, broken down. He is left without walls. So it seems to me that this man with broken walls was actually the one who broke down his own walls. And when he did, that left him vulnerable to attack. And this out-of-control man, he might come and attack another with mean words, for example, the one receiving the attacks has a couple options, I think. They can use wisdom and understand that this person, in his foolish anger, is losing his credibility. They might um, consider that this person needs help. They need prayer. Um, they don't have anyone that really loves them unconditionally. So in this case, the receiver of the mean words or the attack can stand his ground and his walls are going to hold. However, if the recipient begins to fume with anger and lashes out at the attacker, he's going to break down his own walls also, and so he is going to be left open for, for much harm in his life. So as this chapter that deals with relationships, 
um, comes to a close, we, we can look back and see that um, peace and joy, uh, pursuing uh, righteousness and honesty and work and all our dealings in life is better than, than wickedness and it's better than strife and uh, not seeking peace. Um, but at the same time, there is something better and, and that is Jesus Christ. Father God, thank you for your word today. And uh, thank you for showing us, for opening our eyes, for uh, letting us see the glory of God in the face of Jesus. Uh, and, and know that he is the greatest treasure in the universe, worth leaving all for with joy. And uh, Lord, please help us as we go to, to share the good news of Jesus with others and walk in, in delight of him. In Jesus' name. Amen.